0: Welcome to another episode of bam that's boris and matt weekly the show where we talk about some sports the show where we talk about some entertainment and to round it all off we talk about sports entertainment we're your hosts i'm boris and as always i'm joined by matt
1: bonjour how's everybody doing out there we hope you're doing well it is an eclectic show a uh, grab bag, a mixed bag If there's ever been one here on BAM it Could be the one and only time we do this gimmick Might become a yearly tradition uh, Hopefully we don't embarrass ourselves and our friends But Boris, it's the, uh, the Love Guru edition of the BAM Boys Hopefully it goes better than Mike Myers' movie The Love Guru I
0: expect it to go the exact same way I, I expect oh no. us to never talk of this gimmick And this episode Again, after today. But really, I think it'll be fun. I think it's different. You know, I think it'll be a, a good a good, good, few minutes of laughter. So what are we going to talk about on today's episode? We have some NFL wrap-up. Uh, then we also have the love gurus, the dating advice corner. I don't know what we're going to call it. And then on the wrestling side, well, it's a really a mixed bag. We're going to talk about some random matches. We're going to preview Elimination Chamber. And we're going to preview Impact's no surrender, which both are this Saturday. Just a reminder this Saturday after elimination chamber, the smack daddies are going to be after casting about the elimination chamber at some point in the afternoon. It's a, it's a weird schedule. Like I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Wait, it's a noon start time.
1: Yeah. It's so strange. So very, very odd. Uh, yeah, I'm off on Saturday, so I'll probably be checking it out during the day if it's a good show, if it hooks me, I'll I'll stick with it, but I'm not uh, I'm glad that we're not doing the aftercast. I, I am not married to that particular wrestling program, buddy. Uh the card looks kind of interesting though. We're going to tell you about it in a little bit before we get into uh the nitty gritty. Uh how are you doing today, buddy? How you feeling? I'm
0: I'm I'm good, but I'm honestly tired. It's been a week of just constant I haven't had a day off, right? So it's been after, it's almost been two weeks that I've worked straight. So I'm exhausted at this point. I'm ready for a day off. And uh, hopefully no one from work is listening because tomorrow I am not answering any emails. I am essentially going offline. Uh, You know, we have Monday (laughs) off. It is a family day weekend. So I'm just going to honestly try to chill, relax, catch up on my stories on my life might see some family i got other people to see it maybe make up and 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 whatnot but like you know it's just
1: it this is it's gonna be a boris weekend the weekend of boris (laughs) the weekend of boris i love it uh yeah man that's a really good call family day's coming up isn't it yeah it's the twenty first monday
0: Yep, it's on Monday. It's the the oh, ultimate wow. made up holiday. I absolutely love it. Everyone <laughs> at work makes fun of it because at work, so my company is based in Montreal, but we're in such a niche market of the tech industry that you know we have people all around the world. So everyone just makes fun of Family Day specifically, um, especially the Americans, because you know the Americans they don't have any federal holidays essentially from New Year's up until Memorial Day. Uh, they, I guess they do have, you know, Martin Luther King Day, but not everyone gets it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it is a made-up holiday. I mean, they're all made up technically. Is it isn't any more silly than Valentine's Day? Yeah, bonus. but we don't get a
0: day off from it.
1: Yes, true, 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 true. Uh, yeah, but I, I welcome the day off. Although Tuesday will be pretty busy for me at work, but hey, that's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do nothing on that Monday as well. Uh, it'll be a good time, buddy yeah it will but be so you're back you're back in canada you've uh, made it home safely you have crossed the border
0: yeah yeah everything is good we're all we're all good man um but uh yeah it's 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 it's, it's a different world out there let me tell you that um and yeah. it takes some getting used to like i forget just how um you know i, I forgot how my own
1: bed felt you know <laughs> right on uh so, yeah, how how uh, how weird was it being in a place with, like, less restrictions, less mask rules? And where did you watch the bowl? Did you, uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, where did you consume the Super Bowl?
0: I watched it in, in my room. Um, yeah, I just watched it in my room. I had a couple offers to meet up with people, but it, the reality was just like, no, I just, I, I, I you know, regardless of, of, of whatever, right, and how you feel and how I feel and whatever, I just... You gotta play it safe still, right? Like at the end of the day, the last thing I wanted was to be stuck somewhere and and not be home, right? Yeah. Um so I just played that safe in that sense. And I was actually exhausted because I did work that day. Um, you know, we recorded the flagship show. I worked. And, and yeah it was just a long day and I knew that Monday was going to be a supremely long day uh, with some pretty like important meetings so I just wanted to kind of chill um, you know y- y- I don't know if you know this about me but I like the occasional alcoholic drink so I've, you know, uh, I've I- seen
1: and heard yes. <laughs>
0: so I wanted to be sure that I was going to be fine for Monday but yeah so so that was that so I just kind of chilled um, edited some commercials for SNME uh, did some SNME stuff to be act- to be 100% honest as, as i was watching the game so that was that was uh pretty good and 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 whatnot but yeah um just kind of stuck to
1: myself right on man well that's good it's got to be done sometimes it was a pretty good game one of the best halftime shows i've ever seen so it probably kept you entertained and uh we appreciate your effort here at snme and wherever it is your real job is as well i'm sure they appreciate it too
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, no,
0: it was a very good halftime show. Actually, it was one of the best, uh, you know, since Bruce Springsteen and Prince, really. I think those yeah. three, including this one, uh, have probably been the best in in recent years. And, and it, was, it was a good time. What did you think of the, Prince like, uh, of, 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 you know, so let's talk about the Super Bowl a little before I, you know, actually, before we get there, because that is sports talk. Um, how are you, Matt? How, how's the life of Matt? Uh, I heard bits and pieces of your podcast with Joe uh, sounded good um, Joe with the with the energetic entrance holy crap <laughs>
1: yeah, Joe was fired up I really appreciated that uh, yeah man it was a uh, I, I, life is good I'm still I'm doing well hanging in there uh, yeah I, I really don't have much different to report it's the same old thing uh, I, not that it's my life necessarily although I am running it but the last patron standing thing is about to start I'm very excited for that uh, maybe I'll consider accepting some last minute submissions if you are a top tier patron. So, uh, well, I'll uh, DM me or I'll send a DM if you've already posted in the FB group and we'll figure that out. But yeah, man, working hard. Life is good though. And uh, actually I actually, I totally forgot about this day off Monday and I can use one of them. So I'm quite excited for that big homie.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's so funny because like, of course, you know, you know, me. I've already I, I'm already booked for Monday, essentially, essentially, um, you know, we're going to record I on Mondays. I typically record the it's podcast. That's my it's right. podcast day. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we've been wanting to do is record a couple extra episodes. I like to call them timeless episodes where they don't really need to have a date attached to them. Right. It can be a random subject about anything that you can listen to at any point. So we're going to yeah, record evergreen. As exactly. They say. We're going to record 3 episodes on Monday just so that we can have them in the bag. That way we can take a couple days off, a couple weeks off and I can just throw that up and and everything is good, right? So that's that's essentially my plan for Monday.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but that sucks for you because now you have a busy ass day. But yeah, I got to get got to get a couple episodes in the bank uh for sure. We might do one or two of those on bam in the future too, but uh no, I think we're I think we're pretty good on on
0: Bam and NXT talk? Yeah, you know, NXT talk, it is what it is. We have to kind of record that after the fact, right? Bam, depending on what we talk about, we can always record that a little early. Um, I know that we have... A couple shows in the summer that we probably will do this. Um, but I'm thinking, like, you know, we can take an afternoon, have a couple beers, um, be face-to-face, record the the, the, the retro sh- uh, shows, and uh, we can have those ready for whenever we decide to release those, which I guess would be the 20th anniversary of that company's
1: start yeah so yeah june 26th uh i'm hoping as close to that as possible to uh to get the retro shows out and still still uh, i'm 100 not quite determined as to how we're gonna get those to you there's a couple irons in the fire but yeah i'm, I'm excited for that man but uh yeah I, you know me man same old same old just working hard and also hardly working
0: yeah how's uh, everything at operation sports
1: very good you know uh video games are coming out. There's lots of info about WWE 2k 22 and MLB the show, which are both coming out very, very soon. 2k, uh, wrestling, I believe is March 11th. And I want to say the show is April 4th or 5th off the top of my head. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. March March 11th is d- WWE 2k for sure. And this is going to be a, it's a make or break year for WWE 2k. I am excited for the game though. I am going to buy it day one, no matter what, no matter if it sucks or whatever. And, uh, we might even do some little streaming gimmicks for you at SNME Radio, Boris. The world is our oyster.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I, that's actually another thing I've been working on, um, and I worked on the past couple days during my downtime, um, and that's I've been reconfiguring my Twitch account, my Twitch stream. Nice. I've been working on some uh, backgrounds and stuff, because, you know, BAM is a show that We've been wanting to kind of put on video, so I think it's 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 almost time where we can do that. Um, And and, you know, we'll we'll see. We have some ideas. We'll have this. We'll have this Twitch channel where we can do some streaming. We have some fun ideas. Um, If people think that the love guru gimmick is ridiculous, just wait for to hear some other gimmicks we have in (laughs) mind um, on that Twitch channel. But yeah, we have a lot of things coming up, and it's it's you know what, this is going to be the the next few months are going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be super busy, but um, yeah, man. And holy crap, I'm just looking at myself. I have a lot of white hairs right now.
1: Yeah, you're looking pretty gray, buddy. This is the greatest I've ever seen Boris. Yeah. Ooh, salt and pepper, Aguilar.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just can't stop looking at myself. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> <faster>. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's just so. Yeah, um, what else is going on? What else? What else? Any good stories? Um, no, I would
1: rather be behind
0: a paywall for some of these stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Let's leave it at that. So, okay, let's talk a little Super Bowl. Boris, you watched uh, live from your hotel room in the in the Big Apple, New York City. Had a couple people over. We're still eating Super Bowl leftovers. In fact, we had a big spread, so it's fun. It's been a while since we had like a full house of people laughing and watching uh, a specific game. So it's always good when that when you can get that going. And uh, it was a uh, it was a pretty fantastic football game. There was one, I don't think you can call it like even a black mark. It was a it was a minor stain on the game. Right at the end, there was a terrible penalty, which pretty much directly led to the Rams winning this game. Uh, had it not been for an extremely chintzy defensive holding penalty on the Cincinnati Bengals down the stretch, the Bengals are probably the Super Bowl champions, Boris. Yeah, possibly. You know.
0: It, it, It's easy to say that, right? It's easy to say that everything was gonna, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's easy to say that everything was gonna work out in such a way that the Bengals were for sure gonna win. But I don't work in absolutes, right? Like, like chances, you're you're probably right, but you never know what can happen.
1: But you are right. Only a Sith speaks in absolutes, So that's like the only thing I even know from Star Wars. That, and I think Luke Skywalker made out with a sister or something. I, I'm not quite sure how that worked.
0: But- <laughs> if your name starts with M, I am looking for a new co-host now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know Family Guy did the Star Wars episodes. That's a thing. They 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 sure gave them a good ribbon.
0: Yeah, so it's it's funny that you even bring that up, just because like, did I tell you that that's my Christmas tradition?
1: Is to watch, watch the Family Guy Star Wars? Watch
0: the three Family Guy Star Wars episodes on no on Blu-ray. Yeah, I bought them when the third one came out. a beautiful box set that they had. Um, and and every Christmas I watch all three of them. And the reason for that is because this box set did come out around Christmas. And uh, my best friend Mike, uh, and I like if like for some reason when we lived together that's something that we we would we would do around christmas so it's just a tradition that continued and man it's just so those those three episodes are just pure gold
1: yeah the third one actually they even they even make fun of the fact that they're starting to mail it in but they are very good you know what's funny i just recently got disney plus pretty much specifically to watch simpsons and futurama and family guy to to some extent although i like family guy less than those but i i'm just like i'm not lying 20 minutes ago watched the first family guy star wars episodes. Uh it, it's they have broken down to two parts on uh, Disney Plus and yeah I was just doing that like less than an hour ago. So they are good. They do still hold up. I laughed a couple times. Yep, exactly. No, they're 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 gold. Like they're just such good content. Uh, anyway, but, I don't know how, how the heck we got there, but yeah, the the NFL is indeed a death star and uh it was it was a spectacular bowl. It was a shootout.
0: Some would say it was super.
1: Some would say it was super indeed. Uh so it, it and you were watching in a galaxy far, far away, Boris. But uh do you <laughs> think do you think the Rams and the Bengals, do you think either team will be back next year? Do you think both could be back next year? If you had to pick one to make it back to the Super Bowl, which of these two teams would you take?
0: Uh, so the fan in me says the Bengals cuz there's just something about Burrow. There's just something about yeah. him. I don't know what it is. I want to hang out with that man. Like I think he's hilarious. I think he's just I think he's just a good guy, right? Like an all-around Kinda good guy. There's like something it. about Joe Burrow that I I you just can't help but just want the best for him, right? But the Rams on like like we've been saying this. Best team in the NFL on paper.
1: Oh, absolutely. Sorry, I thought you had more to that. I was just getting a drink there. Period. Yeah, man, absolutely agree. Best team on paper. We said it all season. So I think they have more of a chance to come back if they can retain uh, even half of their roster. And they're in their window. Like, they've sold a lot of draft picks. They are trying to win the next couple of years. And then it's going to be an aggressive rebuild.
0: Exactly. So we'll see exactly where they end up. But, like, yeah, you know, I think out of the two teams... My heart says the Bengals, I want them there, but the reality is the Rams, Like they probably have another one or two years with this team.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, at best, like two, maybe three, but I think that's stretching it. I think this is, yeah, this is like year one of a two, three-year window where they have legitimate shots at, at being the team to beat, and then, <laughs> then it's going to be over for the Rams. So but yeah. before we move on from the Super Bowl, we got to talk about this. We
0: should have played some more bets because while we both did get the Rams winning right, we didn't cover the spread. So that kind of sucks. But I still think that you got screwed out of your MVP pick.
1: Oh, tell me about it. Aaron Donald was the MVP of that game. All respect to Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald was the most valuable player In that game, I don't think the Rams win that game without Aaron Donald. They certainly don't get that last sack without Aaron Donald. He literally made the Super Bowl winning play, Boris. I think he finished with a sack and a half, I forget. But yeah, no, Aaron Donald should have been the MVP. But I I feel vindicated and justified that we told you that he would be the MVP and he was the rightful MVP of that game. Yeah, and
0: I I still maintain that Odell Beckham Jr was going to have an absolute beast of a game if he didn't injure yeah. himself like a moron like an old man.
1: OBJ actually might have won the the MVP award had it not been for his injury, which do we know if it's a torn ACL? Do we know exactly what it is? No, but they're thinking it's a lot worse than it like it seemed, right? So mm. yeah, yeah, hopefully he can come back, man, cuz that's a couple bad injuries for Odell. Uh yeah. But yeah, The Super Bowl halftime show, definitely worth your time. If you haven't seen it yet, go find it on YouTube. Very, very fun. 50-cent cameo. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar killed it. And also Mary J. Blige killed it too, Boris.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those high boots. I'm a sucker for high (laughs) boots. Let me tell you that. Anyone who knows Uh. me. And I know a couple extra people are listening to this episode, and everyone's saying, you know that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, we're just pointing. That's exactly what my friends are doing right now. Pointing at whatever device they're listening to on, say, we know about you in high boots, Boris. We know about you in high boots.
1: <laughs> are we going to be talking about high boots at uh, during the Love Guru episode? How to avoid at all costs? How to not let ruin life? of
0: Not wear sweatpants, that's how.
1: <laughs> okay sweatpants and high boots is a look <laughs> I, I think i would get it i think that would work on me <laughs> <I'm> for it for <laughs> <He's>, uh, anyways <laughs> so as you can tell we are going to give terrible love
0: advice <laughs> I, I can't wait for it but yeah no so honestly it was it was a great way to end the season um you know i think the nfl for lack of a term they're back you know after a very awkward 2021 um, the end to the year, the way that they ended their 2022 was a lot better and we'll see what happens. Now we wait and see, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it feels like hopefully knock on wood. There's not, it's hard to predict with COVID and everything, but it kind of seems like we're out the, the worst end of the pandemic hurting professional sports. And I think we're getting back to normal. So yeah, it's going to be a clear sailing for here. At least Football is coming back next season. We know when, we know where. It's more than you could say about some sports.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so so let's just, you know, it kind of sucks. We're not going to be talking or watching any NFL up until September. Um, but, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. All right, so NBA All-Star Weekend. I don't really care too much about the All-Star Game. Uh, the Even the skills competition isn't what it used to be. The dunk contest you can only do so many dunks now it's just eh, it is what it is out there right like I, I don't have the same enthusiasm over the skills competition for the nba all-star game that i used to like even
1: 5 6 years ago agreed with you man i was 13 years old it was the it was 2000 when vince carter did his damn thing and like tore the roof off it was the best skills contest probably there ever was right and Yeah, I know they're kind of, I've been chasing that high ever since watching this thing, but that's what the skills contest is for the kids. All-star games are for the kids. I think that's like the prevailing thing. So like the older we get, the less it is for us. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not really meant to be a hardcore, serious thing. It's meant to be a celebration to bring people, casual fans in. So I'm glad it exists. I will, I'll watch it out of the corner of my eye if I'm home or if I'm at a bar that has it on, you know what I mean? But I'm definitely not planning my night around uh, watching the dunk contest. But there was a couple of years there when I was a teenager where it felt like the dunk contest and the three-point shot was, like, the most important thing in sports at that time, especially when Vince won it. Like, that was such an event.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, when Vince won it, that was just insane. Uh, but, you know, the reason why I bring up the All-Star Game, and I guess we should also chunk in the, NFL, uh, the NHL in there, is that probably next week we should do a check-in on the state yeah. of these sports and these leagues and kind of see where we are in the standings, see how good or bad our predictions look. um, And, and we can just kind of chat the state of the NHL and the NBA.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it. We did it in the first show in December. Maybe we'll do it in the first show in March. Maybe yeah. we can wait one week on that and we'll we'll do it first show December, first show in March, the professional sports leagues check-in. Yeah, we'll figure that out, though. I, we're due pretty soon for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: baseball.
1: Did you watch any of the NHL skills? Sorry, did you watch? I, I like the NHL skills more than the NBA at this point uh, So
0: I like the TV presentation of it. I think it, they did a really good job of, of making it an event.
1: Yeah It's coming along. It's way Some things are worse. Some things are way better than it used to be So I, I'm respecting the attempts I kind of I kind of like where the NHL All-Star weekend is at
0: yeah. I still think that we got to get back to the East versus West. I hate these this format. You know, yeah. it's it's I want best v best or best v or, best that decides to show up that weekend.
1: Yeah, I get why they changed it, but North America versus World could work now better than it did in 1998. You, yeah. There's more international superstars now than there were then. So I think they could they could flirt with that idea again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially on the Olympic years, right?
1: yes 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 or they could just create their own olympic all-star game Like you know what i mean like instead of just do all-stars by country instead of by That's conference actually, or whatever
0: i was gonna pitch that like i was gonna say um why don't we do like canada u.s russia and everyone else right
1: yeah something like that they could figure something out it would lead to some weird all-stars like on team uh, team world or team slovakia or however thin you want to slice that onion but yeah. uh yeah, man. I don't know. I like that they're trying things in the NHL All Star Game.
0: Yeah, exactly. We talked about this last week, and I just wanted to quickly bring this up before we move on. That's the MLB. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel happy when we talk about something, and then hours later, you know, on on, on TSN or Sportsnet, they're actually talking about what we talked about. I know it's complete coincidence, but it's kind of just you know, it's a it's it's a good reminder that hey, this stuff actually is happening, and what I'm talking about is the MLB lockout because pitchers and catchers should have been getting ready to report next week.
1: Yeah, man, it's very disappointing. I said it last week. I don't see this thing ending before Memorial day, man. I really think we're going to miss baseball. And if it gets deep into the summer, it's going to severely hurt the sport.
0: Yep. Oh man. Honestly, if it, it's going to be bad. If, we get deep into the NHL playoffs. The closer we get to the NHL playoffs ending, that's why Memorial Day is a good indicator. And MLB still hasn't started, it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like once once the NBA and NHL playoffs are over, if the baseball season hasn't already like begun and is in the swing, it's it's a disaster.
0: Yeah, exactly. A huge
1: a huge missed opportunity it could be, it could be.
0: It's ooh, I'm really I'm really nervous, man. I'm really nervous about what the hell's going to happen because remember when they locked out me, you, and every actual analyst person who gets paid to talk about this stuff because they're a lot smarter than us, everyone said and wasn't worried because everyone's like, "Ah, they'll be fine. They'll figure it out." But now it's just like, "Come on, guys."
1: Yeah, the uh the lack of desire for either of the sides to really come to any agreement and more on the owner side where it seems like they're not even willing to begin negotiations, let alone meet the players halfway. It, it every time that they negotiate and absolutely nothing begins to get resolved, it gets scarier and scarier.
0: Yeah, exactly. But here we are, here we are. I can't believe that we're actually in the situation.
1: Yeah. February 17th, man, like it's, it's, it feels like there's still time, but also, boy, that time goes quick. And you're gonna blink it before you know it. It's gonna be like, oh shit, we're officially missing baseball games. And they they haven't even like worked out the the top five biggest issues on the table yet, right? So I'm I am scared that we're gonna miss time. I if you put a gun to my head, I think I would tell you they're gonna miss time.
0: Yeah, actually, you know what? It's it's in terms of my season tickets, I think I'm gonna cancel my J season tickets because fuck fuck both Oof. sides at this point.
1: Hey man, I I I I feel sad for you because I know how excited you were to buy those, but I can't blame that you for that decision, man. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm gonna tell my ticket rep, essentially, fuck both sides.
0: Like they gotta figure shit out. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep my money in your organization, um, for 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 no reason, right? Like there's no point for that. I, I will rather take those couple thousand bucks and 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 I can put it. I'll even put it in its in its in its own account waiting to rebuy season seats you know
1: yeah i feel you yeah man but yeah why would you pay for a service that you're not getting you are getting absolutely zero return on that investment in any possible measurable way so yeah fuck them fuck them fuck them even if they sell a bit as Mm -hmm. little wade would say
0: (laughs) exactly all right matt is it time is are we going to do this
1: are we, are we going right into, are we closing with, uh, what are we doing? You, you you drive the bus here, buddy.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm driving it right into people's hearts.
1: <laughs> All right, man, let's do it.
0: All right, we're going to do this. So last week, as a complete joke, we talked about this. But I, the more I thought about it as Matt was talking, because I really don't listen to him too much, you know, I was thinking <laughs> that this would be a hilarious or horrible idea. Regardless, someone's going to laugh y'all are gonna laugh either with us or at us and I don't know how what direction this is gonna go in I don't know if I I'm there's a good chance I might even cut this from the episode we'll see but we're gonna try this out um and I'm shocked that people even responded to us
1: yeah I didn't get many or any serious questions I got a couple joke responses but uh I don't know, let's let's see what we got here buddy
0: all right let's take a look so um, I, I actually also put this out to my friends group, which is the worst thing I probably could have done. Um, <laughs> so, all right, let's take some questions. We're only going to do a handful of them. We're not going to spend too much time on this, but you know, uh, a little loving with Bam, a love in with Bam. That's what we're going to call this. The loving, the loving section with Bam. All right. So we're going to take the first question from the smack daddy himself. And this is actually a legit question because we live in the age of online dating, right? We live in the age where people use their phones for everything, including finding dates, finding love, and it's a really different paradigm. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. I have never used online profiles. I this is not my thing. I think I created one as a joke, and I was drunk, and it might still be out there, but this is not something I'm active on. This is not something I've ever tried i'm a I'm an old school guy, right? like i I prefer talking to people um and the past few years have just been very difficult. but there's a question on that later. But you know, you're a little more active on on the on the tinders, right?
1: Yes, yeah, especially tinder uh, specifically i I think like you said, I might have like years ago signed up. I think it was plenty of fish maybe I tried in like two 2000- thousand god 11 or 12 or something and i haven't checked it since then and i i yeah so i don't like use dating sites but i do use tinder pretty pretty regularly so and i i think i you know do okay on it i'm not like jose lothario out here boris but you know i manage (laughs) (laughs) i love it all right so um
0: So the first question comes from the smack daddy himself, Greg Faltham, and he says, as a married man, can you explain to me about these apps and swinging up, down, left, right? I'm confused. So I guess, you know, we can talk kind of about what these apps are. And then there's kind of a follow-up question that we got outside of this from someone I know that I'll I'll kind of bring up as, as you talk about this.
1: So, yeah, basically what Tinder is, is it's a a little app, and, like, you you open it up, you throw some pictures on it. It can link with your Facebook profile or your Insta if you want. And, uh, yeah, you just write a little bio, throw some pictures on there, and then you see a bunch of other pictures uh, of people and their bios. And you either swipe right or click the heart, and you like that person, or you you know, swipe left or click the X and you, you know, you don't like that person. And if two people like each other, they match and then they can open a conversation. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good way to meet people. It's all like, it's tough, especially it's very, very different. I feel like for, for men and women, and I can't speak to a woman's experience because obviously Boris, I am a man, but, uh, just from reading things and talking to women on these dates, they get inundated with with dudes and a lot of dudes are disgusting and there's like a lot of dick pics and a lot of, you know, nonsense to wade through. But uh, women have like a lot of matches on Tinder, right? So they can pick and choose a lot. And I feel like it's not necessarily the same for every guy. Although, again, it's just a lot of it is taking good pictures and having a good bio. And more than that, once you actually match with somebody being able to talk to them to some degree at all right like at the end of the day boris it's just people finding people and talking to people but uh
0: but but this is and this is like a legit question from 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 me don't you think it's a little superficial that the only reason that you're talking is because you've found each other attractive
1: Oh, it's a million percent superficial. And yeah, when that, when the Tinder when it first came out, the the very idea of it bothered me to some degree. But at the end of the day, that's all interaction, right? To some extent, if you're yeah. going up to talk to somebody and you're flirting with them, you've already made the swipe right, swipe left choice in your brain. You've already done it. So, I think if anything, Tinder is just a streamlined way to say these are my intentions this is exactly what i'm looking for you know what i mean and uh hey i think i think you're cute and if you want the same thing you know let's uh go hang out yeah all right so in in, in,
0: in kind of related to this craig asked what type of dating profile is best for online profiles
1: well super cheesy but like be yourself like you got it to some extent you have to do what feels comfortable to you. You can't like be acting. You can't be faking it, really. But I don't know. You got to be like clever. You got to be like not even like just, like Shakespearean, but write some kind of. I I personally find it better when I can have some kind of interaction, some kind of clever joke, or some kind of just above and beyond conversation. Don't just like one word people, right? And uh, and be okay with shooting a lot of shots because it's not going to be everybody who like responds to. All of your things. Like don't take it personally at all. Don't really go in with expectations. But yeah, just kinda I don't know, show off your hobbies and what you think you're you're good at and maybe a uh maybe a pick where you think you will look handsome or pretty and uh, you know, just uh just be yourself in there.
0: You know, it's funny that you bring this up because I never really thought of it this way. I never thought and it's it's true, it's obvious, right? You know, in I'm I'm more of a face to face person, right? Like I will go to a bar. I will just randomly sit at a table with people and start talking to them. Or I will go up, buy somebody a drink or, you know, whatever. Like I'm very kind of, dare I say, old school in that sense, right? Or yeah. whatever, like or, or, or from friendship spawns, whatever, right? Um, so I'm kind of old school in that sense. And I never really thought of what you said of the whole, you know, you're already kind of mentally doing that swipe in your mind.
1: That's true, man. You know what I mean. It it is a little gross to be like, no, you're not good enough for me, X. You know, like swipe left. It does doesn't feel great necessarily, but uh, yeah, man, it is what it is. I I just think it's a streamlined way to do it in this modern age. It's uh, it just fits with the times, you know. Yeah, and kind of here talking
0: about the day and age of when we're, of when we are, um, of of when we're kind of trying to date. You know, Andre asks, how hard is dating now in the pandemic age? It, you know what's funny? You can tell whether someone is with somebody, married, or single based on just the question that they're asking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> For sure. It's tough. It's gotten way tougher. I think I was like, yeah, probably, I don't know. What kind of words you want to use this? I don't want to sound like fucking Barstool Sports here, but I was probably in like the biggest hot streak, quote-unquote, Boris of my life before COVID. And boy, the pandemic ground that to an absolute halt. So that alone has made me bitter at COVID. But uh, I've still dated a couple people since COVID started. I've still, you know, had some matches on Tinder and had some successful actually I, I don't know i'd say maybe probably one short brief relationship which i have talked about before on snme radio uh and like yeah you know a fling here or there but uh, yeah it, it's much it's much different it's getting easier every day especially with restrictions but yeah it's it's way harder for sure there's way more uh way more conversations that lead to nothing way harder to make plans if uh the person you're talking to is, say, immunocompromised or has any, like, relatives who are and might take the pandemic, like, seriously or more seriously than you. Like, there's also this whole politically charged vibe going on where, you know, if you don't super agree with what's happening right now with somebody, that might be a game-breaker right there, right? So it's, it's way tougher. It's not impossible, but it's way tougher for sure. Yeah, exactly. And then you see, for me... I'm finding
0: it a half near impossible. Like everyone knows my situation more or less, right? I I kind of hint at it. Right. But I'm technically single, technically speaking. And that, that, that alone is going to probably get me in a lot of trouble. Right. But the reality is we're not committed. We're not together. It's not official. Right. It's kind of like my, the way that some of my friends put it, it's like, we're the, we're the Ross Rachel right now, where it's just, will they won't they will, they won't they. So, you know, I have kind of uh, before, this really started i was kind of testing the water seeing what's going on but because of the pandemic that's really put a halt to everything like i i haven't been i you can't go to bars and pick people up and i still like for lack of a better term refuse to use online dating i don't know i just feel so much more comfortable talking in person i think i'm fucking hilarious in person i don't know <laughs> if i can translate that well in text Right? Like, I'm not sure. I just feel so much more comfortable in person. I I can relate to people. And you know what? The other thing is, I'm really good at reading people. I can read people really well. So for me to do that, I need to see people face to face. It might be the salesperson in me. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just prefer speaking to people. So because of the pandemic, it's just really, it's put a halt to a lot of that quote unquote search. Not that I'm searching. But, you know, it's 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 been I if I was, and then to be a hundred percent honest, like, you know, that interaction I had with Barbershop Girl, you know, that to me was just like another example of like a face to face interaction. That's how I would typically historically meet people and you never know where it's gonna go from there, right? So during the pandemic age, it's just been it's been it's been tough, but luckily, you know, someone, I, I've kind of had someone there per se, right? And, and we'll see exactly what's going on. But, uh, yeah, it's just the pandemic's really, really, really changed stuff a lot. But, you know, got to make do with what, uh, what's available to you in terms of, you know, where the world situation is. But we'll see exactly what goes on. Now, um, kind of in the same vein, friend of mine, Mike, he says, thank God I'm married. I love that start. How do you handle dating with tech being how a lot of people meet?
1: Well, it's good and bad, right? There are so many more chances to meet somebody. And, man, honestly, like, and like I said, like, I'm a a chunky boy with a beard. If you're not into a Seth Rogen look, you're not necessarily going to be into me. But I got a good smile, Boris. Not a bad looking lad. Like, I do okay. And even I've probably, like, started talking to... I like at least just said hello and had like exchange words with hundreds of people because of Tinder hundreds literally. And I've seen like, I don't know, know, maybe 50 give or take or something. Right. And not saying that everything has led to this big torrid romantic affair. Some of them were like, uh, you know, a walk in the park and that was it. But yeah, like, I think like that's 50 to hundred people that I would have never, ever crossed paths with in a million years. Had it not been for technology, so there's good and bad, because you are staring at a screen, and it's uh, everything that you just said is completely valid. But also, you have uh, an opportunity to meet so many more people.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. One thing I've actually noticed about myself, just listening to this conversation, is, you know, I'm not technically a casual dater. I've never really dated casually. I've never been one like, I've, yeah, I've gone on dates here and there, but it's never been like a, like you said, a walk in the park, right? Or or something. I've always kind of dated with the anticipation of a relationship or something has triggered this now reason why we're going out, right? Like, it's kind of been more like that with me. It's never been like this casual one-off type thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like, you got to know going in that it very well might be a one and done situation, right? And you can kind of gauge from the conversation. Sometimes you have like, you exchange like 10 messages with someone and then you meet them. And sometimes you message someone for like a month before meeting them. You know, it's very case by case. There's no rule book to this stuff, right? But uh yeah it it has its uh, pros and cons for sure. You meet more with so many more people than you ever would otherwise. but do you really connect with any of them, Boris?
0: Yeah, exactly. see that's the thing. I don't know. For me it's like I feel like I'm wasting my time with that like it's just there's just something about that. It's like I need to know what's the end game here? Is there an (laughs) endgame?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Right? So that's kind of interesting. I like this. It's it's kind of opening up my eyes to kind of how I actually am. Anyways, here's an interesting (laughs) question. And we can kind of, uh, a lot of our listeners are going to probably can relate to this one, especially if they listen to us for the wrestling, which most people do. And this comes from Blaine. We both know Blaine. How does one break the news to their significant other that they're a wrestling fan? So I kind of want to extrapolate this question a little more because, you know, wrestling wrestling's wrestling. Wrestling is still kind of shunned upon in pop yeah. culture, right? A lot of people can make fun of you uh, or whatever, right? So we can kind of extrapolate this and not only talk about
1: like wrestling,
0: but like how do you tell your significant other that you read comics, that you're a geek, that you're a nerd or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, so I think it matters less now than it ever has because someone's got their thing. Like everyone's got their one thing that like they're nerdy about, you know what I mean, and if it's not if it's not pro wrestling, it's Gilmore Girls or it's like reality TV shows or it's whatever it might. Yeah, be. Yeah, literally, it's like they're... just
0: described me. <laughs> you know that I'm a huge into Gilmore Girls, right?
1: <laughs> I doesn't, I didn't know, and it doesn't shock me one iota. I am not surprised in the least. But yeah, no, so it's it matters less than ever before. But obviously, it, it's best if if like. You could find a, a girl who's into wrestling, or if you're a girl, you can find a guy who's into wrestling. Obviously, that's ideal, but that's definitely not, you know, it, it, like a, a like a deal breaker. What I, I just think uh, wrestling is a weird one too. It's <laughs> it's one that you need to maybe like don't open with on the first date maybe wait till date two three maybe be like flipping around the channels like oh smackdown (laughs) that's funny maybe i'll leave it here for five minutes you know pull that move like ease it in to the conversation but i just think yeah it's it's 2022 so everyone has at least one kind of nerdy kind of loser kind of dorky thing that they like you know
0: yeah the way that i see this and i know this is going to sound cheesy and i'll be 100 percent honest when I was in high school and like the very beginning of university, I kind of hid the fact that I watched wrestling. Now, I actually wasn't watching too much wrestling at that time, but I never really showed the true geek in me. Right. Like I kind of hid that portion of my of, of my life. Right. Um, dare I say I was a closeted geek, for lack of a better term. Right. Like it's just something that I kind of felt like wouldn't get me far. Um, yeah. So but now I'm just like, fuck it. Like I want. The person that I'm with to know the real me, it would I would feel horrible knowing that I can't express myself with podcasting, with wrestling, with geek stuff, with pulp culture stuff. You know, if 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 my significant other isn't into that as well, or at least knows and accepts
1: the fact that that's something I'm into, right? Absolutely, but at the same time, and it goes like this with any kind of weird obsession. Like you can go too far, and and kind of like turn people off just Ooh. by like being yes. weird about it. Right. So like, yeah, exercise caution, but I 100% agree with you. Like at the end of the day, if you're actually going to really be with someone, they should, you, you, you shouldn't be acting around them. You shouldn't be like lying to them essentially. And like, they should be okay with who you are, but yeah, maybe don't open the first day with, I'm a huge wrestling fan. It's right. probably not the most attractive thing in the world.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you can be lucky. Wear a wrestling shirt go get your haircut and she <laughs> talks about your new japan shirt and you have That's, to uh, yeah anyways so this one it comes in the same kind of vein of the previous question this comes from andrew he asks i want to watch wrestling my girlfriend wants to watch reality shows if they're talking about mondays she wants to watch below deck for sure anyways we fight over the tv what should i do
1: Well, it's all about compromise, right? Maybe one week on, maybe one week off. Maybe you do like, you do like, honey, you can use the TV, but if it's cool with you, I'm going to watch raw on my laptop and just like, or on my phone and like watch it with her in the same room, but just kind of have a headphone in. I do that often where I watch something on my laptop, but I'm hanging out with, uh, even my roommates, but with, uh, with a significant other or a lady friend or whatever it might be. Like that's that that's a that's a standard thing. So Boris, you know, it's all about compromise, these things. You uh you just gotta meet each other halfway.
0: Oh, and I that's exactly it, right? So my assumption here is that the significant other, the girlfriend, wants to watch something with him right like monday night would probably and i'm assuming it's monday would be the night that they hang out and they watch something together right so and i think that's exactly it compromise one week on one week off or crazy idea if you have the ability pvr whatever it is and and find something in common to watch watch your netflix show right the one that you'll get yelled at if you watch an extra episode
1: (laughs) exactly exactly and uh yeah, it might your your mileage may vary on like I'm going to watch a separate show in the same room with you on a separate device with a headphone in. Your your mileage may vary on that, but I think there's a way to do that where you're both watching a thing and you have like a common conversation. It's it might be more of an old relationship thing, like a long-term relationship thing than a new dating scenario though. That might be like a married couple thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Again, you know, you got to you got to take that into consideration. Like you said, you can't like go go from zero to 100 uh, on date one in terms of exactly. a fandom. any fandom. It doesn't just have to be wrestling. It can even be sports, right? Like sports 100%. tends to be a very hot topic among relationships.
1: Yeah, if you're like one of those Patriots fans who so I got Tom Brady's fucking number twelve tattooed on my fucking back or something, that was a terrible Boston accent. I need to do better. We can work on that, and we'll get back to you, Boris. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you can you can be a super fan in a number of things. Actually, I had a I had like my most long term relationship, and. Uh, you know, quote unquote, the one that got away, Boris. We bonded over wrestling big time. I actually part of the reason why I'm here talking about wrestling to some extent now is because she got me back into it. After Benoit, I might, I might have quit, but uh, around 2010, 11, I I started dating a girl who loved wrestling, loved Lita and Kane and the Hardy Boys.
0: That's amazing. That's so.
1: I love that. I love that. I love that story. I know you've told me that a few times.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. All right, so one more question. This one's a little more on the serious side. So bear with us. Kim asks, my boyfriend hides his phone from me. Is this bad?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's not good. It's not good. Is it necessarily proof of anything serious? No, but uh, it's not good. Like, I don't have a password on my phone. I realize that's bad, but I have nothing to hide. I don't give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to see, there's probably a couple pictures that I should delete, actually, off of my phone, <laughs> having said that. But I, I, I have nothing to hide. I'm not hiding my phone from anybody ever in my life for any reason. Now, I, I still don't want people to grab my phone and start scrolling through my shit. You know what I mean? I like, this is my phone. Please don't touch it please. So maybe he's just a very private person and I'm just less private, right? Like it's, you can't say like, Oh, this guy's definitely cheating on me because he doesn't want me to see his phone, but it's a small red flag. It is. I I think that is a valid concern. It's not good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose my mind over it. Maybe it's not even worth a conversation, but it is worth quote, keeping your eye on. I don't know. But like, you, I, I don't, I don't mean to be rude about this, but it, it's, it's his phone. What do you care what he's doing on that's, it anyway? Like it's that's his exact, business,
0: dude. That was exa- exactly my thought. Like, what do you need his phone for? Like, yeah, to me, yeah. that's a little on the uh, controlling side, right? Like to me, yes. on on the guy side, I love you, Kim, but I gotta say, and I'll tell you this to my to your face a little later. You know, that's a little uh, controlling. Like that's from
1: my point of view, that's a red flag on her i can see that i can see that for sure and it depends i'm not there i don't know if he's like shielding it like no don't look like you know what i mean like it could be to a point of like extreme uh you know a, a situation but yeah i feel like in this scenario and maybe it's just because we're we're men boris but and i'm not to try, try to draw aggressive gender lines or anything but i feel like in this scenario maybe it's just his phone and i wouldn't freak out too much but uh but also, I do, I do think it's a somewhat valid concern because if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to hide. But it's his phone, not yours. And that's the thing, right? So
0: here's a good story. Last week, um, I was trying to connect my phone to to friend's um, uh, Bluetooth speaker. We were having trouble. She just grabs the phone from my hand, okay? okay. I don't know why. I have nothing to hide. I am an open book. By God, we're doing this right now, right? So that tens of people can listen to us about
1: this. (laughs) Dozens
0: and dozens of fans. Dozens and dozens of fans. Um, All two of them are parents. And um, and, my parents wouldn't even listen to me if this was like a Latino show. Anyways, um, I have nothing to hide. Total open book. But my heart still kind of skipped a beat when she grabbed my
1: phone. Yeah, you're just like, well, that's my phone. What are you doing? Get off my phone. I don't yeah. like people playing on my phone, as uh, Dave Chappelle's sketch once said.
0: Yeah, like there's just something about that, right? Now, if you're in the situation, and, and I've been through this recently, <laughs> and that's you know where the person that you're with is kind of hiding their phone as they're texting – and they normally don't do that. Or, you know, is a little more conscious of where you are as they're texting and stuff like that. Now that's a cause for concern.
1: Yeah. So I would I would run with this general rule. Vibes, your vibes, your, your intuition, honestly, like eight, seven, eight times out of ten, it's usually right. But none of us are infallible. None of us are, you know, gods. And we can all be like... Paranoid about something that's really a different issue. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the conversation that you want to have with your boyfriend isn't about his phone. You know, maybe it's a separate conversation that you really should be having. And I don't know the relationship at all. That's not for me to say. Or maybe it goes with YouTube bars. Maybe the conversation you should be having with uh, with a uh, lady friend isn't necessarily that she's hiding the texts, right? It should be a different conversation entirely. But. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just uh, yeah I, I do think like your vibes are there for a reason and intuition does mean something man and like honestly like most of the time it's correct but not all the time none of us are infallible none of us are gods and sometimes you're paranoid sometimes you're wrong sometimes you're just being dramatic
0: yeah no exactly but you're right like nine out of ten times my gut I'm right with my gut feeling right Like I think so I have been cheated on and and and, and I, I picked it out knew exactly whom it was and whatnot, and, and my gut was right, you know? Um, and heart then of heart, like, gut
1: of guts, My gut of
0: guts said I was right, and I know I was right. Um, but, you know, and then thing with that situation and, and kind of like another situation is where the other person tries to gaslight you and make you think you're fucking insane for even thinking like this, for even thinking that they're talking to other people or seeing yeah. someone else or whatever, right? It's like, you know, um, it's just, yeah, it, it and it makes you go insane because it's like, you know, it's my life, blah, 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 you don't trust me, blah, 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 blah. That's not a good thing at all because that's 100% gaslighting, right? If If you're made to feel like you're going insane, like you've done something wrong, that's a big yes. no-no as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Gaslighting. That's a terrible thing. Yeah. You never, (laughs) you ever watch a King of Queens episode, Kevin James, charming guy. That episode should be dumb, idiot gaslights, beautiful woman that he doesn't deserve. That should be the title of that show. It's actually fucking insane. How often Kevin James is just openly lying to and manipulating Leah Romani on that show. So my advice is live your life as though it never, ever looks like a King of Queens episode, unless you're a fat guy who wants to be with a hot girl. Like, I, 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 was, I was literally <laughs> going to say, that's
0: my life.
1: Other than other than the Kevin James, Leo Romani thing, which is a goal we could all shoot for, I think.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. I think that's
1: a perfect way to put this to an end. Not going to get too
0: serious, but serious enough. We talked a little bit, and, uh, you know, there we go. But, you know, I guess my the thesis for this is that, look, man. Dating is different nowadays with with applications, with technology. Because of the pandemic, it's completely changed how dating is. And, you know, like you said, I guess it hasn't changed as much as we think it has. It's just just like the amount of information that we're intaking, you know, you just get a lot more options.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. It's changed in the ways that everything else in the world has changed. It's... It's maybe a little harder to make a real connection because, you know, there's so much artificial crap out there. But also, there's a lot of artificial crap out there. Records amount. Uh, so, you know, you can uh, at least go entertain yourself
0: for a little bit. Exactly. And and be yourself, right? Be yourself and trust your That's, gut. Yes
1: literally trust your gut of guts being yourself is the only option literally the only option is to be yourself because being somebody else will not work for more than like maybe you can get lucky for one afternoon but that's about it
0: yeah exactly uh but yeah so it's good you know what i gotta say that it's hilarious that i'm starting to say a million percent or a thousand percent (laughs) you're using gut of guts though you hate it jesus (laughs) christ
1: Gut of guts, actually you said that first. I yeah. that made me laugh and now I've I've turned that into your catchphrase. But yeah, million percent and thousand percent. That's definitely my influence on you. I do that all the time. People hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, man. So I think that's that. I think we're gonna move
0: on to the wrestling portion of the show. So that is Love Line or whatever the hell I decided to call it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that actually was not the disaster I was scared it might be. We'll do it again next February.
0: Yeah, Well, it could have been a, da- a disaster if we went with some of your questions, I'm sure.
1: Like, okay. <laughs> actually, I just actually, need to wait. know.
0: I'm curious. <laughs> what type of things? You don't have to mention any names, but just like what type of questions were you getting? <laughs>
1: uh,. Asking for a friend. As of late, I've been seeing a lady friend, and she always wants to meet on a corner. At the end of the night, she always asks me for money. And as of late, I've been getting a blistering rash. Should I be worried? I'm alle- allergic to something she might be wearing—perfume, <laughs> oils, etc. Et or should I look over this because I—I I mean, my friend have the feels for her. So <laughs> I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna name names, no. but. Uh, uh, a Randy, Randy fellow sent that uh, from the dark side of Oz, sent that question. And uh, indeed, it was a blast. Indeed. Okay. What I would suggest is see a doctor, you idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's actually hilarious.
1: yeah it was was funny uh yeah randy's a good guy i mean friend randy's friend is
0: a good guy (laughs) no but like it's it's actually kind of funny because it's like um i got a lot of similar questions so it like i got about like 10 total right um and then but and they were all kind of similar so that's why i kind of wrote them all down put them here on my phone and that's why i'm constantly looking off to the side because looking at the questions and seeing what which one best encapsulates A lot of what was the common themes. Anyways, enough of this. Let's move on to wrestling. Dude, there's a lot. There's two shows. Two. Well, no, I'm sorry. Actually, there's no pay per view on Saturday. There's a premium live event and an Impact Plus special.
1: (laughs) Pay per view is a thing of the past. There's four every year, and all elite wrestling puts them on Impact Plus special and premium live events, the wave of the future.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so let us talk some elimination chamber first. That is, and and we're just going you know chronologically through Saturday. So elimination chamber, twelve noon Saturday. You know what's interesting? And I gotta get this off my chest right away. I don't. We used to laugh at the fact that these Saudi shows, number one, horrible. I still hate the fact that they go there. But here we are, and I'm. I, I, we, it was okay when you can ignore them, because essentially it, they felt out of canon, right? They yeah. kind of felt like a, like an annual comic book where it was this random story that really didn't matter and matter in the grand scheme of stuff. But now that they are a legit pay per view, you know, one of yeah. the major pay per views of the year, it's I don't know how you feel about it, right? Like it, it, it's good in the sense that we're Raws and SmackDowns are focused because the thing I hated the most was when they had these Saudi shows and they're essentially promoting three pay per views all at once.
1: Man, I i trillion, zillion, bajillion, Motherfuckers, percent, it's 100%. Boris. You can't get more than 100%. <laughs> Agree with you in the maximum amount of numbers <laughs> that mathematics will allow, Boris. I, uh, yeah, man, I really, I would really love to not give a shit about this show on Saturday and just, you know, live my life like a like a normal human and not watch wrestling at noon. But uh, you know, I also love wrestling and I'll check it out if uh, if I have nothing on the go. But yeah, no, I miss the days of. The Saudi prince going, hey, can you bring in Yokozuna? And Vince McMahon's like, well, actually, he's been dead for twenty years, but we'll find you a sumo guy. <laughs> and like, just like them not caring now, Boris. This is fast lane. This is the final stop on the road to WrestleMania, Boris. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's an important show that we actually kind of have to pay attention to as people who cover this stuff.
0: Yeah, it's 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 still weird though. Like, at least it's on the weekend. It's not on a freaking Thursday, right? Like, I remember the last. Um, Saudi show we were recording BAM as the show was happening
1: oh yeah I remember that man that's so weird these Saudi Arabian shows the fact that we're talking about a Saudi Arabian professional wrestling show in and of itself is pretty crazy
0: elimination chamber (laughs) that name still doesn't escape me I still love that
1: Yeah, yeah and three different chamber matches on the
0: show buddy Yep, All right. so you have the card in front of you Let's go through the card, let's throw in our picks
1: We gotta start the pick contest again Oh yeah, we could start the pick contest back again Also, there's only two, not three, I'm an idiot But, uh, yeah, so We will begin with the Elimination Chamber match For the WWE Championship Lashley bringing the title in Versus Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle AJ Styles and Austin Theory
0: Right, so you know, my gut of gut tells me that Lashley is going to retain. I think that's the
1: obvious choice, but, you know, stranger things have happened. I'm taking Lesnar in this one. I think they're going to do the title for title. Or they might have the double switch and have Goldberg beat Roman. But I think they're going title for title. Brock's going to win the belt.
0: So here's the thing about if, if, if they do the double switch. I don't think Fox would be very happy of Roman Reigns showing up on Mondays and, and and Fox only
1: having Goldberg. I think there's something to be
0: said about that.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't think the double switch is happening. I think we're getting uh, Warrior versus Hogan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly what's going to end up happening. But here we are. All right, so you're thinking, so So my pick is Lashley. Are you officially going with Lesnar?
1: My pick is officially Brock Lesnar.
0: Okay, there we go.
1: Yeah, and, and in the last patron standing contest, Boris, we have picks for Lashley and Lesnar in. So someone's going home no matter what.
0: Yep. More on, on that later. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that to wrap up this episode, last patron contest, because I have a couple questions now that I'm part of it.
1: <laughs> beautiful okay can't wait uh okay becky lynch versus lita for the raw women's title should be a fun match becky wrestling one of her heroes one of her idols at the end of the day lynch wins clean in the middle of the ring
0: yeah 100
1: has to be has to be right lita can't be. win can't she no i don't think so i'd be that would be way out of left field i think it's we're, we're staring down the barrel of becky versus bianca at wrestlemania for that title uh, Usos versus Viking Raiders Interesting match for the Smackdown tag titles I think Usos retain There is a pick in for the Usos Only one pick for the Usos in on the group Yeah, I think the Usos got this I agree Roman Reigns versus Goldberg Universal title I think this could be We could be nearing the end of the Universal title for a while. If I was booking WWE, the first thing I would do is get rid of the Universal title and have the champion appear on both shows. I know that USA and Fox don't necessarily want it, but I think WWE, I think they could sell them on it. They could be like, listen, Roman Reigns is the biggest star, or Brock Lesnar, he is the champion. He is on your show. What the fuck else do you want?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: That's exactly it, right? Appeases
0: everyone. Now, So, yeah. so you think? So did you did you did you put in your pick?
1: Yeah, Roman's gonna kill Goldberg five minutes or less.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. I also think that you know, logically speaking, Goldberg isn't booked any time after the Chamber. This is exactly. his last official appearance contractually, so kind of makes sense that uh, Reigns would win.
1: Yeah, I think Reigns is going to steamroll him pretty good. It's just Goldberg is here because he's got one more match on his deal and he's going to get a lot of money to show up in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss falls count anywhere. Boris, I'm picking Mad Cat Moss. I'm eliminating 20 people in my own game. A lot of picks are in for Drew McIntyre. Uh, it's possible that I'm jobbing out hard. I might be the Scotty Too Hottie or the Spike Dudley of this game, but I might be a mad genius, Boris. Mad Cat Moss all the way. You know, I was. I would put some money
0: on Mad Cat Moss, but if, if uh, McIntyre does indeed end up facing Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, it would only make sense for him to win this match, kind of yes. going through both of them. Having said that, it is WWE. Doesn't fucking matter what happens. We're still gonna get Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre.
1: It is WWE. It is a false count anywhere match, and Drew McIntyre's already beaten Madcap Moss. So so, 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 so. I, I am mostly picking this because I want I don't want to win my own game. I think, especially the first time we do this, I don't want to win my own game. That's lame. So it's guy. I'm kind of Barry Harowitzing myself, but I'm not picking Austin Theory or like live morgan or dewdrop you know what i mean i'm picking somebody who i actually think has an outside chance to score a hilarious upset so I, i i'm probably gonna lose but there is a slight chance that mcintyre loses this match with fuckery
0: now more important question matt will this match be higher or lower than the mad cat moss line
1: that's an interesting question. I'm thinking higher. Madcap Moss has improved. We might, in the coming months, need to entertain changing the name of the Madcap Moss line. But uh, for now, it's—I'm I- hoping it'll be over.
0: Yeah, we're gonna—we might have to call it the uh, Von Wagner line soon.
1: Hmm. He wishes. Let's maybe <laughs> oh, in a year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way you fucking
1: said that, I wish people could
0: see the camera sometimes
1: oh <laughs> uh, i think i went full kermit the frog drinking tea meme there yeah, you did that's why you just burst out <laughs> laughing honestly to me and I'll,
0: i said it last week and i'll say it again half of the entertainment value for myself is the camera on this show yeah,
1: that's why we we got to get these things on youtube as soon, as soon as we can start recording live in person from the from the basement apartment Man, we, we'll be we'll be we back on even YouTube, do it like but... this
0: right like i'm fine yeah, with that true.
1: anyways let's continue. uh yeah women's women's raw title elimination chamber number one contender match so the winner of this elimination chamber match is the number one contender for the raw women's title Liv morgan versus rhea ripley versus bianca belair versus do drop versus nikki ash versus alexa bliss
0: all right so part of me wants to say alexa bliss but the more intriguing match at WrestleMania would be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. So I'm gonna have to say Bianca Belair.
1: Yeah, I think Bianca versus Becky is like set in stone. I'm shocked that nobody has picked Bianca yet in the in the group in the uh, survivor pool. I'm pretty surprised about that. I would, if I was playing for real, I might actually pick Bianca. Okay. Uh, tag team match, Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Ronda Rousey still a babyface at this moment. Yeah, and
0: apparently there will be a stipulation added to this match where Ronda Rousey has to have one arm tied behind her back.
1: Huh. Well, that uh, pretty much guarantees that nobody will be selecting any of these four women in the pool. But uh, yeah, that's that's something. Sure, whatever. Just prolong this thing to get it to WrestleMania, whatever.
0: (laughs) I love your enthusiasm, Matt.
1: (laughs) Uh, Also, Mysterio versus Miz in a match we've probably seen a dozen times, but uh, sure. Uh, That's that's legit on the card. Yeah, Mysterio versus Miz, singles
0: match. And you know what? I'm still shocked that Monsoor isn't officially on the card.
1: Yeah, uh, Greg actually sticking to his guns is picking Mansoor despite the fact that he's not on the card just in case he gets added to a pre-show match or if they need time and they throw in like Mansoor versus Austin. Ricochet. Not Austin Theory, but I don't know, whoever. Ricochet. Ricochet, yes, perfect. I think that match would be good, actually. Oh, it would be awesome. That's a great call. All right, so yeah, that's the entire card for Elimination Chamber. It's coming at you noon, 12 Eastern, Saturday, Uh Afternoon, I guess, or right at noon. Not quite afternoon. Um, and let's do the same gimmick with No Surrender 2022 coming at you Saturday night, February 19th.
0: Yep, this is an Impact Plus pre- uh special. We will try to get Bob Kapoor on to give us the load down after this show because I kinda wanna do a state of impact. I want to get yeah. I want to get the goods. I want to get the the fuzzy the fuzzies and the happies on someone who actually watches this product. And there's like I've always said, Bob Kapoor impacts number one fan out of one fans.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So we'll do that next week. We'll try to get Bam on the show or Bam, sorry. We'll try <laughs> to get Bob on the Bam. Bob Very on the Bam. Good.
0: So that we can do a bam. All right. So here's the card for No Surrender 2022. This is a match that I'm actually kind of looking forward to. That is Jonah versus Black Taurus.
1: Yeah. Big Hoss battle. That'll be fun. A couple of huge Mack trucks running into each other like it's Ottawa. (laughs) Lord.
0: All right. So who do you think is going to win that match?
1: Uh, Jonah, probably. Uh, I don't know for sure. But Jonah's already taken a loss in impact wrestling. I don't think they're going to beat him multiple times right away. So I think Jonah wins. Yep. All right. Jay White versus Eric Young. This is uh Jay White minus 7,000 kind of thing. Jay White is the huge odds on favorite to win this. It would be a shocking upset if Eric Young won. No need for Eric Young to win this.
0: Yep. Impact digital media championship. Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace.
1: Yeah. Uh, yet again, booking and advertising an intergender match just leads to me not watching your show. Sorry, Impact. I will not be watching your program, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying like you're terrible and you're evil. I'm just saying it's not for me, and I'm out. Yep.
0: Impact Tag Team Championship: uh, The Good Brothers versus Gorillas of Destiny.
1: No, that'll that'll be kind of fun. We've seen that match a million times in New Japan pro wrestling, but uh Tamatonga and Tangaloa, but especially Tamatonga, has really improved since the pandemic. One of the few guys who the pandemic inarguably made better at wrestling.
0: Um, him and uh uh Toshiyashi oh uh, yeah, um guy from Chaos. What's his name? Yoshihashi? Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yoshi, Yoshi has improved greatly, for sure. Uh Dookie's really good too. Yeah. Former Captain New Japan. He's gotten yes. awesome.
0: All right. Uh Mickey James versus Tasha Steeles for the Knockouts Championship.
1: Huge push for Tasha Steeles. They're giving him giving her some uh some promo time on the Impact Wrestling Show. I think Mickey's gonna roll her. But uh, this is the by far, far and away the biggest match of her career. So I'm excited to see what she can do uh, on YouTube after the fact.
0: <laughs> yeah. Moose versus W. Morrissey for the Impact World Championship.
1: They've done an excellent job building this. And Big Cass is, is a credible main event threat. Like, his push has been really good. It's like textbook 101, how to get a monster over. It's shocking to say this, buddy. But Impact is doing a better job pushing monsters than WWE is right now.
0: We've been saying that for a while. WWE cannot book monsters anymore.
1: There's only like they just don't know how to do it properly. Yeah, I th- thousand percent agreed. And I'm I'm shocked that these words are coming out of my mouth. But they can learn a lesson from the way that Impact has used big cats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. But I still think Moose is gonna win.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah. You don't take you don't take the belt off Moose yet. He's he's actually becoming something pretty buzzworthy in wrestling to some extent. To a small extent.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, and then and then multi person tag team, match honor no more. Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Vincent, PCO versus Team Impact, Steve Macklin, who's replacing Josh Alexander, who got sent home last week, Rich Swan, Chris Sabin,
1: Eddie Edwards, and Rhino. So, I wonder where Josh Alexander is going. I hope it's AEW, but AEW is very crowded. There might be certain other things sprouting up now. You never know where he's going. Uh, I think this match ends with Eddie Edwards turning heel, joining the Ring of Honor group. Yep.
0: I'm looking at the list. Eddie Edwards is the one, to me to, for me, that makes sense.
1: Definitely. Former Ring of Honor champion. Excellent. Excellent. Ring of Honor champion. One of the one of the more underrated ones, I feel like. He doesn't get his due. He's an awesome wrestler. Uh, legend of Ring of Honor. I think that makes a lot of sense. So, yes, Eddie Edwards to turn in the main event, and uh, that'll be exciting. That'll be good. Yeah. Overall,
0: outside of that one match that completely turns Matt off of this card... It looks pretty good. Like, I think it'll be a pretty good show. And, again, Impact's in a pretty good position. They're doing some pretty good stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm excited-ish. I'm cautiously optimistic about Impact and their future.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I'm not so set in my ways that I I like I would never give it a chance. But the fact that there is another show that day, like I'm already gonna be watching some of, if not all of, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna skip the Impact show Saturday night. So uh, that that's just that's just how it is. Uh, if, if something incredible happens on it, I will watch it just for the year-end list, if nothing else, Boris, which uh, I did update. And is ready to go. Sportsfap.com. You can check that out. We have 21 matches already. It's been crazy here.
0: Please tell me that Lee Moriarty
1: versus that match from last night's Dynamite is in there. Lee Moriarty versus Brian Danielson. Number 13 on our list right now, buddy. Awesome. I love it. All right. So we got a press release for
0: something very interesting. There's a new wrestling company. A new promotion.
1: Yeah started by Braun Strowman and Ethan Carter III.
0: All right, and I love the headline. EC3, former WWE megastar Adam Scher. Yes, this is on the press release (laughs) to launch new wrestling company. It's called Control Your Narrative. They claim that they are going to be recording TV deals because an announcement is imminent. I say imminent because it's all spelt in capitals with an exclamation point at the very end. Their first show is March 5th in Orlando, Florida. And then on March 31st in Dallas, Texas, they claim they're going to have a TV special. Now, what's interesting here is do you know who else is being featured on some posters for Control Your Narrative?
1: Who's that? Carrion Cross. Oh, Carrion Cross, eh? Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, uh, a wrestling promo uh, promotion led by EC3, Karrion Cross and Braun Strowman excites me a lot less than one led by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, right? So, uh, I don't know, we all laughed at AEW and they they nailed it. So, we have egg on our face. Not everyone laughed at them, but I don't I don't think this is going to end up being AEW, buddy.
0: I don't think this is going to be GCW, buddy. <laughs>
1: yeah maybe not we'll see i mean god bless them i'm cheering for them anything that gets any artists work and especially pro wrestlers we love wrestling around here anything that gets artists wrestlers some food in their mouths some paychecks let's hope it works out i doubt it does (laughs) yeah no honestly if history tells
0: us anything right like sure go ahead good luck guys but um yeah it's just uh, we'll see i don't know it's to me, it just it seems very random. But if it's true that they do have a TV deal coming, that could that that's a game changer nowadays, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the ad revenue that WWE and AEW make, but WWE especially, they make so much off TV that they don't have to care about any other aspect of their business at well, all, except for that, keeping the lights on in the TV. That's right. Show. There's
0: the issue, Matt, right? Like because they are a public yeah. company, they have to put profits first. So because their TV deals are so prominent and bring in so much money, they don't give a shit about anything else.
1: Yeah, and the way the company is structured and the way our world works, it kind of makes sense. But it's, it's quite unsatisfying for us, the wrestling fan.
0: Yep. All right, Matt, you watched some matches while I was busy working. Yeah. You watched some matches. Let's talk about some of the matches that you watched. I'm going to let you kind of guide the rest of the episode.
1: Sure, yeah. So we just wanna wanna touch base on a couple matches. Both happened on the same day in two separate uh promotions and two separate continents, Boris. We have a Rev Pro match and a stardom match from January 29th, 2022, buddy. So we're gonna start with the stardom match. It was a number one contenders match for the world of stardom title. Julia, your girl versus Mayu Iwatani. And this match was great. It was an absolute fucking war these girls beat the hell out of each other and the only the only minor complaint i would have with this match uh spoiler alert coming at you right now another draw finish in stardom and i think we're going to draws too often in wrestling these days and i kind of saw the draw coming down the stretch and they hit you with the draw so I understand why they're doing it because they have a double show March 26th and 27th. So the way they set this up, they're both getting the shots, right? Siri is wrestling Julia on March 26th. The winner of that match wrestles Mayu Iwatani on March 27th. But, yeah, it's just a, a little dissatisfying at this point to see another draw from Stardom Wrestling in a, in a big high-profile
0: match. Yeah, that's unfortunate, right? Like, now at this point, it's I'm not going to say I expect a draw, but it will really diminish my entertainment value. constantly seeing draws right like it it, the chances of that of another match with a draw ending ending up on our top list is really falling
1: yeah you know it just it would have to be an incredible match because at this point it's just like oh they're doing it again you know it just it feels like it's becoming a little bit of a trope the way that certain things just happen all the time in wrestling over the course of like six months or a year sometimes, you know what I mean? Like everyone starts doing this move, or everyone starts doing poison runners, or everyone starts doing the X Finish, or you know what I mean? Like this is the this is the hot thing lately, it seems like draws in huge high profile made events.
0: It's the Canadian destroyer of, of match endings now.
1: Well put. Exactly right, man. But yeah, so we will be watching again a stardom uh coming up. There's the Stardom Cinderella Journey show. I actually don't think I'll be watching that on February 23rd, but March 26th and 27th. I'm definitely going to watch both of those big World of Stardom title matches. Siuri versus Julia on the 26th. And the winner of that uh, will wrestle for the title that Siuri currently has versus Mayu Iwatani on March 27th. Very cool, very cool. All right, what else do you got? All right, so that was a top 10 match on our list so far this year. He's another match that's in the top 10 Michael Oku versus Will Ospreay from Rev Pro High Stakes. Also January 29th, 2022. Now, you haven't seen this match. I I would say you you should for sure watch both of these. But you, like, you have to watch this one. You have to at some point. I I don't think it's the best match I've seen all year. It's probably the most unique match I've seen all year. I don't know what they're going to do with all the heel heat they put on Will Ospreay. But this was, like, the most pure evil bad guy performance i've seen in a wrestling match in a very long time and this man has to lose the undisputed british heavyweight title in rev pro to a strong baby face they have to they have to put this heat on someone for it to be like a, an excellent thing but yeah this was this was like pure evil will osprey here
0: right right
1: so i i i've heard interesting things about this match What's your take? Um, I think uh, I, I think they went a little too far with the ending, and it kind of made Michael Oku look too weak, paint in me my paint opinion. Paint me a so picture. Here's, yeah, so here's exactly how the match went. It was back and forth, but Osprey was more in control, uh, being the, the, the world champion uh, against this scrappy young underdog, Michael Oku. Right. But Michael Oku's girlfriend, brother and parents are in the front row watching this match. And as the match progresses, there's more and more interaction from Will with the family. And you see his parents cringing at the bumps, and you see his girlfriend screaming and stuff. And that's all fine and good. But I feel like they just, they went a little too far with it. And also the actual finish of this match is Will Ospreay hitting hidden blade after hidden blade after hidden blade, maybe five or six in a row and repeatedly pulling up Michael Oku in front of his family and hitting him with another one. And it's to the point where you're watching this. You're like, are they going to actually have Oku win this match? Because he's, they're really making him look kind of, kind of bad and really like beating the shit out of him here. And it's it's kind of feeling like a little bit like a snuff film. Like it's not feeling like a comfortable, cool wrestling day. It just kind of feel bad for this performer getting, you know, embarrassed in front of his family to some degree. Like we all know wrestling is fake, but at the same time, your family doesn't show up wanting you to lose the wrestling match, you know? So anyway, he just hits him, him him hits him with his finisher, lifts him up, hits him with his finisher, lifts him up, hits him with his finisher, lifts him up. Uh, Michael Oku's girlfriend throws in a towel. Will Ospreay ignores the towel throw, which I guess the wrestler could just decide to ignore the towel throw in now. I thought towel meant match over. Neither here nor there. Maybe the girlfriend wasn't an official uh, licensed manager, Boris. But uh, yeah, so it just, I I felt it was too much against uh, poor young Oku. Kind of made him look bad. And I don't know where they even go from here with Ospreay. Like, I think they created enough heat in this match that they should have just changed the title right there and should have had Oku win it. I don't really know. I didn't, I didn't love it. Still a great match though. Do you think that this
0: is their way of trying to build Michael Oku as that super face down the road to eventually beat him?
1: I hope so. I definitely hope so. And that could be a, a very like dramatic way to do it for sure. But I still think, I still think he hit him too many times. It was too. It's was just too much of the the same at the end. It was yeah. just yeah, uh, like uh, I I, love how- I didn't need him to hit seven finishers and lift him up six times. You know? Yeah, I love how everyone tries to recreate the Hart family at ringside, right? Yeah, it's so funny because Survivor Series 1994 wasn't exactly the most beloved show, but that one angle stuck in people's minds big time.
0: Yep. Exactly, and that led us to, um, well, SummerSlam, right? Like, SummerSlam 94 as well. Like, it it was like that to me, that was huge, right? Like, um, seeing your family there kind of divided. Um, So, yeah, you know, why not? Let's just take a book from them. But, yeah, hopefully, (laughs) like you said, or like what we were just saying, like, you know, hopefully, because, like, from the sounds of it, yeah, Michael Oku just, he's done. That's it. Whatever, right? But they can turn this around. Make this now, like, his, his now it's his life goal to beat Will Osler because this is the guy who embarrassed me in front of my family.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I I like that story. And, you know, let's hope this is not just, like, a random thing they did to be cool and stand out, and it is part of long-term storytelling. Uh, We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And, like I said, incredible match. Four-and-a-half-star match, and, like, like top 10 of the year and easily could stay there for the whole year. You know what I mean? Like it was really, really good. But at the same time, like if, if you were picking nits, that was the knit to pick with it. Like I, I do think at the end it was just too much of the same. They absolutely killed Michael Oku dead. And, I don't necessarily know what the entertainment value is in watching a man brutally murdered in front of his family. Unless, like, and we'll see what the follow-up is, I guess. But yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I didn't love the ending to this match. I did like the structure of it a lot. A lot less high-flying than you would think. Will Ospreay wasn't doing, like, space-flying tiger drops and stuff. It was He was like a grounded, bad-guy heel champion.
0: Right, and he's changed his style recently, right? I don't know if it's injuries catching up or because he's a heel, he wants to change his style, but he's been very much more technical and grounded as of late.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think it's probably a combo of both those
0: things. That's kind of what I'm thinking. All right, Matt, well, we made it to the end. Yeah. Before we finish the show, I do have a couple questions about the last patron standing. Number one, can people still
1: sign up? Ah, you're not supposed to, but if, you know, if you are a top-tier patron, you are very interested in playing, shoot me a message right away, and we'll try to get you in before uh, September, or sorry, uh, Saturday at uh, at noon. Why did I say September? I meant Saturday.
0: (laughs) I don't know what the hell you were thinking then. All right, number two, (laughs) this is my question that I asked earlier, which I completely kind of uh, would have to change my pick on, and that is, for a tag team, especially... The match, like Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville, if you pick one person, you have to take the entire team, correct?
1: Yes. In a tag team match, you have to take the entire team. If this game lasts to Survivor Series, we we might need to revisit this rule. But as of right now, if you take a tag team match, you're taking all of the members of the team, and they are all locked for the rest of the game for you.
0: And number three... I think people have put two and two together. The hosts are playing this game just to have some fun. But if one of those SNME podcast hosts win, we are going to do something to give it to somebody else. Then that's yeah. the
1: prize. Yeah. Uh yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, If Boris wins, we can't promise that if, he won't keep the sweater, but we'll try we'll try to get the rest of the prizes out to you. If Boris wins. If- <laughs>
0: Forest wins. Yeah, that's fun. I'm taking this, buddy. This is mine. This game's <laughs> mine. I was made for this.
1: <laughs> no, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to uh, get it going. If you don't have your picks yet in, get them in right away. Because, yeah, this thing is locked at noon. Like, I, I don't want to get a pick. Like, oh, I, I wanted to pick Bobby Lashley, but, like, no. Oh, like You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get any after-the-show shenanigans. Get your picks in now if you don't have them. All right, man. Well, that is the end of Bam! We have a ton still coming.
0: Unfortunately, we don't have a Friday show this week because we did release the old fucks, except an old fuck and a young gun this week, and that's Matt and Joe. They did All Elite Weekly, and that was released earlier today. And the reason for that is I felt bad, and I continue to feel bad, that some of the shows have been coming a little later. So I wanted to kind of gift everyone a show, especially after such an amazing dynamite. People might want to hear what what your thoughts were on the show so that's there so then this leads us into friday actually we might be getting the smack daddies with their review of smackdown be a little earlier than normal so that people can listen to that show before the elimination chamber so the next shows coming up are the smack daddies reviewing smackdown the smack daddies are back after elimination chamber with their aftercast reviewing the elimination chamber also on Saturday, you have Dark Side of the Elite with their Rampage rollout. Then on Sunday, Mike McGuire is back with the flagship show, talking the week that was professional wrestling, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's basically takes us into the new week. But uh, man, things are going to start getting a little busier the closer we get to WrestleMania, and I'm really looking forward to that. And we will be talking about how WrestleMania week is going to work, with the after parties, with NXT. And by God, there's a rumor that NXT is going to start at 11 a.m. So that's uh, going to be fun. I hope it's 11 local time because that would make it uh, 12 uh, uh, Eastern. I can live with that. Not really, but I can live with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that's something. But hey, man, Yeah, we'll figure it all out. I'll. Uh... I'll definitely be there. We'll do it. We'll be there. The NXT talk boys doing a, a post-game show on that one. But yeah, thank you so much for your interest in last patron standing. And it's the first of many games coming up for top tier patrons. Cranking out good content every single day. We're uh, we're trying to make it worth your while. So if you, if, you, if you like this thing, you know, tell five friends. And then they'll tell five friends. And we'll all have a Merry Christmas. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's Matt. I'm Boris. Thank you for listening. Until next time, goodbye.
1: Think we nailed that
0: one? Ooh, okay, buddy. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs>